Hello out to all you wonderful people. This is Andre the Game My Dig. I thank you once again for lending me your time and your ear listening in to another What If discussion from me. And this time I'm going to be talking about what if Nintendo actually does play the power game. Now, I don't know how many people have actually thought this concept through. If everybody's just making assumptions of things. So I'm going to lay some foundation for this scenario that makes sense to me and I think that would cover most bases of the things that people talk about when they say they want Nintendo to do better or they expect better of Nintendo and they expect better of the hardware they expect more and more and more I'm going to try my best to incorporate as much of those things as I possibly can because there's a lot and there's a lot of different people and a lot of different voices that get thrown about and I don't think that there's anybody who cohesively has all of the answers to this type of thing but again I'm going to try to think through this scenario as best as I can hopefully you get something out of it or it makes at least some sort of sense that being said we're going to move forward so we all know Nintendo's working on their next platform, whatever is coming after the Switch. That's what they're working on. So, we'll just say that the name of this console will be the Nintendo Star. Now, I'm just throwing that out there because it's a reference to Mario. So, it, and it's simple, easy to recognize. And I don't think it would be too overcomplicated to understand that that is the next system in the line of consoles that Nintendo would be releasing. There. Now that that's out of the way, we'll say that this platform is going to be on, well, is going to compete with the Xbox Series X and the PS5. So the hardware is going to be pushed to be better than those platforms, bar none. And it will be a stationary home platform. And I know somebody's going to think that this is going backwards. But there are some caveats that will be coming up. Just give me a moment to get to them. Um, that said, the console will have 24 gigabytes of GDDR4 RAM. Um, it would also have an eDRAM slot. I think that they could push it to 128 megabytes. I, I think that that's reasonable. Which will only help with the speed. Of, of games and everything loading it would use SSDs uh, I think an, M, an M.2 SSD would be in the, in the console from jump and it would be very easy to change and swap it out because they would make it so that you have easy access to the compartment to change out the drives you can also expand storage with SSDs or micro SSDs SDXC cards because of how much storage those have and you also would be able to use a dedicated hard drive if you wish to do so, like an external. Okay? All of those bases are covered. Now, the Star would still be using very similar technology to the Switch. It would just, again, be a home platform. And Nintendo likes efficiency, so I do think that they could get something working like this under 200 watts. They could very well get this working at under 200 watts, which which should sufficiently be more energy efficient than both the Xbox Series X and S and the PS5. That said, um, this being their follow-up to the Switch, 
the Switch would be compatible with this platform as an extra screen. And Nintendo would release an app for the Switch that you can download optionally to have your Switch directly connect to the Star. And on top of that, separately, if you don't have a Switch or you just don't want to use your Switch as a secondary screen for this console, there would be available a controller that very much looks similar to the Wii U gamepad. Maybe the bezel's a little bit smaller and the the buttons are, you know, easier to get to, even though they weren't exactly difficult with the Wii U gamepad. But still, it's a more streamlined look and they tried their best to do everything they can to make it as ergonomic as possible for people to be able to hold the controller and play games with it. That would also be an option for a second screen device to be able to play games and and not every game would use it but a lot of okay we'll say not every third party game would use it but every Nintendo game would have the option to use this controller and take its benefits take the full suite of benefits it gives you Um, it would be compatible with every bit of controllers that the Switch had the Joy-Cons, the Pro Controller any other little devices that worked with the Switch would also work with the star you just have to set them to it um and they would re-release well make a new version an updated version of the Wii Remote and Nunchuck both being completely wireless but there's a star remote and the star remote and Nunchuck if if you follow that okay now, this system would be able to output at 480, mm, not 480p. <laughs> Obviously, it would be able to do 480p. <laughs> it would be set to being able to run games at 4K. Oh, my, that, was a, that was an extreme brain fart there for me. Sorry about that. Um, but yes, it would run games at 4K natively. You would have HDR. You'd have ray tracing. All the bells and whistles that the PS5 and the Xbox Series consoles have. Where you have quick game resume. You can have multiple games being basically in stasis at the same time. And the system is using a bunch of different hypervisors to run your games and run your applications and stuff that are in that are on it now with this nintendo will also upgrade nintendo nintendo switch online and this at this point they just call it nintendo star online just change the s out for star um but all of your library from nso would transfer over to the star so you wouldn't have to have a whole separate account and get everything back and on top of that nintendo would go to the extra length to make sure that all of their first party titles from each one of their platforms is available through this service which would also mean that the cost would have to go up i I know people don't like that idea but the cost of it would have to go up again um (laughs) that being said you would have the full range of NES, SNES, N64, GameCube, Wii, and Wii U. And while Switch wouldn't be in that library, you would be able to play your Switch games on this platform because it would still use the cartridges. And Nintendo would boost, would do what they can to get the cartridges storage capacity up to 256 gigabytes. 
Okay, that point being made, you'd also have the handheld games all also be available. So that would also mean Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, DS, 3DS, the whole line. All of that stuff would be available and be playable on this platform. All it takes is for you to be paid into <clears throat> paid into the service and to download it. And it would still be as region free as the Switch is. Now this sounds like a very expensive platform. This written it really would be an expensive platform. Because you're going to be paying more now for your online service and I'm just gonna give you a round number of seventy dollars per year for that service. I don't think that they could do all of what I'm talking about for the online service without charging that much, at least. Now, as far as the console itself goes, this is where Nintendo would do something that is very uncharacteristic for them, but they have done it before, and that's take a hit on the console. So, they would release this console at $700. That is the lowest that they can go where it can still be manageable for them to, to make a profit. And by the time you purchase two games for the platform, they make their money. So not as simple as it was with the Wii U where you buy the Wii U and purchase one game and then they've made their money. No, in this instance, you have to buy at least two games for them to start seeing some money come off of it. And again, this is at $700, not three fifty. Totally different ballpark. So, <clears throat> they've done all this and they have a nice lineup of hits squared away for the star when it launches. And any Nintendo Switch game that you put in the star and play automatically gets upscaled to 4K and gets the ray tracing treatment added to it. They automatically get that. I mean, you can. And they'll allow for you to turn it off. But the games would have upgrades for that. So, that's why you would also want to stick with the same physical media. Because, again, they can the games can be run off of the physical media. As long as they aren't too large to fit on it. It's not the same with Blu-rays. You don't really have the opportunity anymore because of the fact that they're getting so big and also disk drives have very low read speeds in comparison to to flash storage or something that's like flash storage for what Nintendo uses for their cards. All of that in mind, this is Nintendo giving everybody what they've asked for. They have an extremely powerful console. They have their innovation that they're known for. They have their legacy titles available to everyone to be able to get into. And on top of that, they're they're now making newer games. And they can be boasted about being at 4K, 60 frames. And you know, if if they say they're doing it, they're likely doing it. So, all that's on the table they have done all the work to get this going but again the price for it the asking price is $700 and if you decide that you want to get that uh, Wii U gamepad or the control the star pad um, 
yeah that's another 150 on top of the initial price of the console and i know somebody's gonna be like but it shouldn't be that expensive blake with all that you're asking for yeah it will be and on top of that again now you're paying 70 dollars a year for one person to have an sl and to use that service and everything that comes with it but hey we'll also give everybody back meverse they'll call it starverse so you'll have that back. That'll be one of the benefits of the situation because it'll be paid for through the amount of money that's going to be pumped into the system and it's online. And they reworked their infrastructure to the point that it is very similar to Microsoft's, if not better. If the, Unless they're actually on Azure by that point, which they may be. And Nintendo finds a way to fit this into a nice little neat box that sits under your TV in an entertainment center that, that's no bigger than what the Wii U was. Oh, and also you can have up to eight players with like eight possible pro controllers in hand. And since eight pro controllers can be connected, that would also mean that 16 Joy-Cons can be connected eight left eight right for up to possibly 16 players on the console all at once also you would be able to stream games from your star to your star pad or the switch if you have the app for it and move around your house to play your games anywhere that you want to or even stream it to a switch that is docked on another tv so, again, with all this cost, there will be a lot of functionality added. You'll have a lot of benefits and things that are added to this platform. This would also make it far more attractive to third-party developers. It would be easy to copy and paste their games right over. And on top of that, they can add in extra features that the other two platforms aren't making available. So, that's another plus and i didn't even mention this but i meant to also say that you can have up to four nintendo switches or four star pads connected to the star console all of these great benefits that are added things that people would love to have things that i would love to have i'm not even gonna lie and nintendo has made it extremely available for you but there's that hefty price tag. Oh, and did I mention that the games are also now going to be $70 a piece for any of their first party titles as well as any of the major AAA third party titles? They're all going to be $70 a piece. Yep, there's that too. Now, I, I said all this stuff, I got all this set up to say that. This platform would not sell well for Nintendo. It is mostly because there's no family entry point. Like there's no low, there's no low cost entry point for people to get to because that seven hundred, that's it. That's it. You're paying that. Even with all the other finagling and and wizardry work that they've done, they can't get past that much money. That's what their lowest, the lowest that they can sell it for is. So, 
that's already one stigma that's going to hit this console very hard unless somebody is a hardcore Nintendo fan and they just get everything that they put out. That's issue number one. Issue number two, development on first-party titles takes much longer because they have to get everything rendered and set up for 4K, as well as making sure that all of their games work for streaming, as well as the additional features that come with having a Nintendo Switch or the Starpad hooked up to this con- this console. So you're going to have a lot more game droughts from first party. Now maybe indies might make up for that. Maybe backwards compatibility and the full library of their first party titles on the online app or on a NSO app would help. But you're going to see a lot of dry spells for games being developed by Nintendo and released. Now that doesn't mean that they won't have a bunch of games because they do have a good deal of studios at this point but development will take much longer for these games to be released and I can't promise whether or not they're all going to be great but we can say that at least two thirds of them are going to be amazing games the rest is going to be okay to ugh so with all of that said and we know Nintendo's going to have a harder time pushing this console because of the cost. Um, and they're taking a hit on it even with that. This would be a Nintendo console that I believe has all of the features that people are asking for. Now, it completely alienates the casual consumer, but it's Nintendo. Maybe they might be able to sell it off their name alone, right? Even though we know that that didn't exactly happen with the GameCube or the Wii U or the Virtual Boy, because the Virtual Boy was also a thing that just didn't sell, even though Nintendo's name was behind it. So there's there are hurdles that come with this new console that everyone wants Nintendo to make. And it may not do well enough for them to continue on that path. But for this instance, they are definitely going to be pushing the power game as their dynamic. They are definitely pushing the power game as their their lead dynamic. All their games are going to look crisp and beautiful. They're They're going to run smooth. Switch games get upgraded. Wii U, any of the other previous console games that are on NSL will look much better, sharper, clearer. So this is everything that everyone wants. This is what gamers have been basically begging Nintendo for. And it is expensive and it cuts out a large majority of their market. The families aren't going to really be interested in this as much. And on top of that, they're going to be using a lot of the casual consumers and hey, maybe indies don't do as well on this platform because of the lack of people purchasing it. So there's that. 
those are the things that I foresee being the issue with Nintendo pushing the power game. And one is because Nintendo's not known for doing it, so people would totally disregard them doing that, even if it's something that a lot of people are asking for as far as YouTube and social media are concerned. But that's not their main base. That's not where they get all their money from when they have runaway successes like the Switch and the Wii. It's the casual market that does it for them. And without that, because this is more of an enthusiast console, we're not going to see Nintendo have a lot of revenue. And they will be hesitant to follow this path again in the future. So whatever's coming after the star is probably only going to be just a little bit more efficient than it. And whatever comes after that, well, who knows. But this is just the way I foresee it. That's why I kind of had to lay out all the stuff that would be available to people. And all of the features and things that would be available. And oh, and I, and I meant to say that like every streaming app and all that stuff would be available on this platform. Maybe not day one, but within the first couple of months after launch, all of this stuff would be available. So, for me, in the long run, I do see that becoming disastrous just because it's going to be highly expensive. And on top of that, people don't really know Nintendo for doing that. That's not me trying to excuse poor quality. I know somebody's probably thinking that, but it's just looking at the fact that going in with that mindset and we need everything to be on par with the other platforms nothing can be different well there you go so I mean anyone can come and say if they agree or disagree with me but this is just what I see in the the long run so I'm going to go ahead and end this here thank you guys very much for listening and keep your eyes and ears out for more stuff from me and until the next time enjoy your games peace out everybody <laughs>